The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here this hour on Mother's Day weekend with the lovely Rebecca Bowman from Sash Services. And that is senior home sales. But Rebecca does so much more than just sell your home. She's actually the greatest ally and advocate for you and your family as you're going through this transition. Um, and, um, you know, she's, she's not just a realtor. She's somebody that can help you in every single step. And so, Rebecca, we've talked now first in our first segment about possessions, about collections. I'm using the right um, terms, but I want to go on to what what goes next? I mean, what is another issue that we have in this now in this segment too? Yes. And, and so we're talking about all the ways that these adult children and their aging parents Mm -hmm. wildly different perspectives on something. And we want to help build a bridge today during this uh, show, helping each other understand perspectives. So I want to talk about the importance of the pet and This befuddles many adult children. Um, They are thinking about a monthly budget. They're thinking mom and dad's funds have to Mm -hmm. stretch as long as possible. The responsibility of feeding or caring for an animal, medication, food, vets, walks. And it can be sometimes quite high. And this is where they get really stuck. Mom could have gone to this community for $3,500 a month but she's going to spend 2000 more a month because this community allows her to bring her dog mm-hmm. and the adult child's mind is blown. They're mm-hmm. going, why not just get rid of the dog and spend less money? Whereas mom or dad is thinking this pet is my family. This pet is my closest family. It's my life. It's my life. It brings me joy, comfort, companionship, mm-hmm. love. If moving from my home, means parting with my dog or cat, and I am never leaving. I will stay here in this home and no one will make me leave. They're thinking, I'm already giving up everything else I love. My neighborhood, my rose bushes, my house, my car maybe, driving, my Mm -hmm. house plants, my back porch. If I give up my pet, my heart will be broken. Mm -hmm. I will miss them so much. And so this is something that's so important for adult children to understand Don't try to win this. Don't try to convince your parent. It means so much to them. Let them have their pet. Don't fight it. Don't make it a a disagreement. This is too important to your aging loved one. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too, um, you know, I'm going to just add one more comment to this to reaffirm what you're saying. As a person ages and their mobility decreases or their ability maybe to hear or see or anything like that, their world gets smaller Um, and they may not be as active as they used to be where they may might've gone, you know, had social activities that they went out all the time. Well, now their social outlet is a TV set, right? But the only constant in their life that may be is that you know, that uh, devoted, loyal um, pet that is there. Um, And they other that is like, you know, I have a friend of mine that he's early 60s. But one of the things he just recently got a dog and he is was divorced about maybe six years ago, five, six years ago. And his kids are all now grown up. And he said when he got his dog, which was about a year ago, 
he said, you know what? I feel like I don't live alone anymore. Yes. That is the power of having somebody. And it also gives you purpose every day. When you look at, you have that pet that you have to get up and feed. You have to take a walk. It gets you out. These are positive things in your life that you can do. And it gets you into a scenario where you have purpose in life. And I think one of the things that I think we as adult children forget is we forget about how you know, world, the world gets smaller yes. Um, because we're so busy. We're on the, you know, the treadmill, right? We're going, going, going. We don't right. necessarily realize the incredible difference that it is, especially when you're, you can't drive anymore. You right. can't just go to the store anymore. You can't go shopping. You can't go meet somebody for lunch um, or maybe your best friend just passed away. So you don't have anybody, you know, you're the world around you, you're losing friends or, or loved ones. Um, so that pet is your consistency. And that's, that's the thing I think that's so important. So, and so many senior living communities are coming mm-hmm. around to this 15 years ago, right. it used to be sort of like, well, if you move in here, you can't bring your pet period end of story. And it was heartbreaking. Many of them are recognizing the Absolutely. mental health, the emotional health that comes with having a pet. So they allow it under a certain weight. Yeah, limit. they even have and, little dog parks right. that and, are on the grounds, which is amazing. Yeah, and, um, and so uh, smart. You know, a little off-leash area where you can let your dog go, go out. And I think that's just so wonderful to be able to have that. Um, I've also seen where, you know, I, I was at um, a... Uh, a senior living property not too long ago. And, you know, I always thought it was just small dogs that they would let in. Um, there was a lady actually that, um, cause of course I have my therapy dog, right? My doodle. And so she walked downstairs and she had a, a labradoodle and right away I went, Oh my goodness, you have a labradoodle. And she goes, yes. And, and then she had to meet my, my doodle where we were on a visit. So the thing that's really amazing is that they're even loosening that up that you can have a larger dog now, which is incredible. A lot of these seniors do have. They do have some rules in terms of it can't whine or bark incessantly when you're not in your room. Um, And so there are certain hoops to jump through, but it is such a big deal. And I wouldn't even bother disagreeing with mom or dad on this. Instead, just say, all right, let's find a place where you can take your pup with you Mm -hmm. and period, end of story, full stop. Yep. And if there is no way, because there are some care situations that are 24 hour that they just cannot accommodate a pet, then I would say allow mom or dad to be part of the rehoming process. Allow them to be part Mm -hmm. of choosing the new family where their Mm -hmm. beloved family member, their pet is going to go so that they can feel a part of that. They can feel a part of the process of making sure their pet is going to be okay and they didn't just disappear one day. I would also say to the adult children, if the pet can't come with mom or dad, allow grieving, allow space for the grieving and the loss of having to say goodbye um, to the pet, because that might actually be harder than leaving their home. That might be harder than leaving their home. Um, Allow time to talk about it, allow time to listen, and never, ever, not ever minimize the importance of the pet. 
or dismiss how painful it is not to be able to keep it. Um, And so this is all about, you know, affirming mom or dad's feelings through this process. And so we talked in the first segment about household items. Well, you want to affirm that mom or dad have an emotional relationship with a lot of their household items in their collections. This is a living thing that they also have an emotional attachment to. And maybe they can't keep the pet, but listen, validate, encourage. And if there's a way that they can keep it, find a way. If it's more money, it's their money. It's their money. Yep, absolutely. And and on top of that, when you think about it, if you know, I remember when my aunt was dying, she was on her deathbed. She died like two days later. And she asked me if I would take her kitty cat. Well, what was I oh. going to say? Of course. Oh, I said wow. Yes. Sure. And, and um, I, I cried because I thought, wow, she, of all the people, the last thing I needed was another cat, <laughs> but I I took the kitty and, and sometimes you just do what you have to do. Right. And, um, you know, I already had two cats, so getting a third one was not in my, in my, uh, on my bucket list there, but, um, you know, I am, I'm glad I did it. And I, it kept her closer to me. So one of the things, if you are entrusted with that loving pet, um, that is like something that's very special. And if you can take care of it, um, what an, what a great way to honor that person and to share, you know, to think about them every single time. And I know that's what I did with her kitty. It's like every day when I had her kitty, um, guess what? He was part of my world, but I always thought of my aunt Marty. So whenever I go into a senior's home, Suzanne, um, sometimes they will lock their dog in a back room thinking that mm. that's what I prefer. And so yeah. we're sitting in the living room and I'm hearing this poor little pup whimper and scratch and and I know the pup is saying I want to be out there too you know and I always say oh no don't lock them up no let them come out and Suzanne I have the funniest stories to tell about these sweet little pups that are boiled rotten adored I mean they on one of my team members was in a home visit and the dog crawled up on his shoulder and started licking his ear while (laughs) my team member was talking and he just went on with the presentation about the home Absolutely. sale option. Well, I learned the dog's name. I appreciate the dog. The dog sits in my lap. They, in one mm-hmm. home visit, it was a pit bull and the pit bull licked my pants until they were sopping wet the whole <laughs> home visit. But you Aww. know what? I want the dog there. I want the cat in my lap. And sometimes the senior is going to decide if they trust me based on how I'm interacting with their pet, based on if their pet comes and decides it likes me, you know, based on whether the dog feels comfortable sitting in my lap. We cannot overstate this, Suzanne. No. The pet is everything. And they will be willing to leave the car, the house, the china, the, you know, the collections, the photos, but do not take their Well, I just look at the people fleeing Ukraine. How many of them are fleeing with their pets? Yeah. Um, you know, they're foregoing everything, but they've got that dog or that yep. cat with them. Such a good <clears> example. That is speaks volumes for the emotional attachment that we have. And um, you know, I love you sharing this. So Rebecca, how do we reach you? 
We have a great website at sashservices.com, which uh, talks about our history, our values, and our services, and then our 800 number, 888-400-SASH, that's 7274. Fabulous. And guess what? We've got four more um, tips. We've been talking only to this first half of the hour. So everyone, there's a lot of information to come. And Rebecca and I will be right back right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForElders.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.